Get ready for Profits and Ballers, where politics are a passion, sports are a living, and God is a given. Hey! Come on now, fellas! We've got to answer the bell! Now let's go! Welcome to Prophets and Ballers. I am yours truly, Slegs, one half of the dynamic duo with Salts, one third of the terrific trio with Salts and Mr. P. I'm here to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, while Yinzer Nation is celebrating today's 20 to 18 win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I am here not to rain on your parade, for I am, too, a crazy Steeler fan. I, too, hail from the Berg, which makes me a Yinzer at heart. What I want to expound on is the fact that we are well into year two of the Matt Canada offense, and I still have no clue what the Steelers' offensive identity is. Can anybody help me out? What is it that the Steelers are supposed to be doing offensively? Kenny Pickett gets his first home start today. The future, the franchise quarterback, the first-round pick, the only first-round quarterback selected this year in the NFL. He comes out. The crowd goes crazy on his intro. He's going against the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, one Tom Brady who has owned the Steelers at Heinz Field throughout his career, long and illustrious career. Pickett didn't blink. For the first time in what seems like forever, the Steelers not only scored on their first offensive possession of the game, they scored a touchdown. An incredible drive, and I will give Canada credit because it looked like they had a plan. They marched right down the field. They took a lot of time off the clock. Pick it through with decisiveness, accuracy. They got the benefit of a roughing the passer penalty on Devin White on a third down incompletion that kept the drive going. Questionable, maybe, but listen, when you're a Steeler fan, are you really going to complain about that when they have so little that they've done offensively? No, we're going to take anything that we can get. They go down and score. After that, nothing. Absolutely nothing. And here's the thing. Kudos to Mike Tomlin for devising... Not only Mike Tomlin, but Terrell Austin and Brian Flores, because you know all three were the ones who devised the game plan for today's game. They were missing three quarters of their starting defensive backfield. They got Terrell Edmonds back, who missed last week's blowout loss to Buffalo. But that was it. They were decimated with injuries for this game, not to mention T.J. Watt's still out, right? What a brilliant defensive game plan they came up with. Now, Tom Brady 
going to Robert Kraft's wedding and missing the team walkthrough the day before. Maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe the Buccaneers were like, what the hell is this? I mean, it is Brady, but there's only so much you can do as a professional athlete when he's not there, right? I know you want to give him the slack and give him the leeway because he's the GOAT. He's 45 years old. He's been in the league so long he knows what he's doing. But come on, that had to have a little bit of a detrimental effect. Now, did that mean that they were going to be completely out of sync offensively all game long? No, because Brady knows how to get the guys in rhythm. But the Steelers' defensive game plan didn't allow that. Now, with that being said, we saw evidence of a brilliant game plan today defensively. When have we seen an offensive game plan under Matt Canada that was brilliant? I'm still searching for the answer as to what is the Steelers' offensive identity. Canada doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who understands how to get his guys into positions to be successful. He doesn't strike me as a guy who knows how to create matchup problems. And and the sad part is they've got weapons on offense. Deontay, despite his drops, is a weapon. Claypool is a physical specimen. And I think it's clear through the first few games of this season, six games, that George Pickens is the most talented and is set to be the number one receiver for as long as he's going to wear the black and gold. Najee Harris, I know a lot of Yenzers are down on him saying he's a bust, but I'm going to tell you this right now. That dude is playing hurt. They said he had a Liz Frank during training camp. The guy's playing with a steel plate in his shoe. Okay? So cut the guy a little bit of slack. Now, up front, what is their blocking scheme? What are they trying to do with the offensive line? I'm not here to dump on the offensive line, mind you, because I feel like they've done a better job than people give them credit for, especially in the pass pro. But in the run game, it doesn't look like there's much of a push there. I don't know if they're trying to stick with a zone scheme or what, or what they're trying to do. If they're just base blocking, what is it? Okay. Again, this comes down to Canada. This guy is in over his head as an offensive coordinator, and I am a huge Tomlin fan. Couldn't have more respect for a, a, a coach. I mean, I... I'm, I've got Tomlin, right, he is right there on par with Chuck Nolan and Bill Cower. I mean, you're looking at just, he is there with those guys. I mean, hell, that's the only three coaches they've had since 1969. But I mean, Tomlin is on their level. And in some cases, you could say Tomlin might be a little bit above Cower in the fact that Tomlin's been to three Super Bowls, won two. Ah, my mistake. Tomlin won one. We had two wins. Cower had the other one. My bad, Bill. Tomlin and Cower both been in two Super Bowls, both split one and one. My bad. Let me retract that. Just going off the top of my head. Cut me some slack, Yenzers. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what the hell's going on with this offense. So anyway, I digress. What were we looking at today? I, I hate to say it, but if Pickett doesn't get knocked out of the game, I don't know if they hold on to win. And that's because Trubisky came off the bench and actually pushed the ball down the field, made some nice third and long conversions, mind you, 
to Claypool, finished with a stat line, 9 of 12, 144 yards and a touchdown. Quarterback ranking of 143. Pickett was 11 of 18 for 67 yards and a touchdown. Uh, The average yards per attempt there are very poor. I mean, it's under four yards an attempt. That's terrible, okay? Brady, for looking out of sorts himself, 25 of 40 for 243 and a touchdown, no interceptions. Still averaged six yards a pass. That's not great, okay? But it's it's better than three-point whatever it was for Kenny today. Now, again, Canada, what are we trying to do? You've got your franchise quarterback in there. What are we trying to do with him? We get the lead. Canada, we get the lead. The second half, what are we trying to do? Are we trying to pound the ball? Are we looking to run the ball to run clock, keep it away from the Tampa Bay offense, keep it away from your decimated Steelers secondary? Or what's the plan here? I don't know what the identity is. If it's jet motions, I mean, listen, listen, all we heard last year when seven was in his final season as quarterback was, well, you're not seeing the full Matt Canada offense because seven doesn't like to go under center. Seven is immobile. Seven can't boot. Seven can't do play actions and bootleg out. Seven has to be in shotgun all the time. Let me tell you something. Seven's not there anymore. I still have yet to see any of this shit. I still have yet to see this motion and and shifting and play action bootleg. You know what I see a lot of every week? I see a lot of these stupid ass jet sweeps that aren't fooling anybody. They're not fooling anybody. It might have worked during COVID, you know, when we ran Claypool his rookie year a few times and he got some touchdowns out of it. Defenses adjust to that stuff. Give me a break. The Steelers' final stat line today, okay? I'm going to read it to you right now. They finished with 270 total yards of offense. That's all. 270. They ran the ball. Now, officially, they ran the ball 29 times. And you're you're going to say, well, they were committed to the run. They ran it 29 times. They gained 77 yards on the ground. However, let's delve deeper into those 29 rushes to see how truly they were committed to the run. Of those 29 rushes, eight were by the quarterbacks. Okay, Pickett scrambled twice. Trubisky was credited with six carries, but also the kneel downs at the end of the game count for that. And then he did run one effective run on an RPO where he gained nine yards uh, on their final drive when they ran the clock out. They ran five jet sweeps today, five jet sweeps. Five. You know how many yards those jet sweeps accounted for? You want to know how effective those five jet sweeps were today? 12 yards. Got 12 whole yards out of that shit. Yeah, they got Claypool free for eight yards. That was the highlight. Okay, they also lost five for some reason by giving one to Steven Sims. But I'm not going to get into that. I want to get into the real talk here and what are they trying to do offensively? I remember when the entire city wanted to kill Todd Haley. They hated him so bad as an offensive coordinator. They thought that he was the root of all evil. Well, I'm here to tell you, Yenzers, 
that you guys would take Tom Haley, you would take it. You would be on a on on a knee right now, hat in hand, begging to have Todd Haley back as the offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Todd Haley had a philosophy offensively. Todd Haley was on record stating that their goal was to average one point for every minute of possession that they had. If they possessed the ball 30 minutes in a game, their goal was 30 points. And he did it with tempo. He went up-tempo. He went no-huddle. He allowed Ben the freedom to call a lot of the stuff at the line of scrimmage. From what I'm hearing about Matt Canada, it's rare that you're even allowed to audible out of his stupid-ass play calls. His stupid-ass play calls that aren't setting anything up. You hear about these good offensive coordinators. You hear about guys like quarterbacks. Now, again, I'm not going to say, you know, with Pickett, he's a rookie, so I don't expect him to be there. But you have guys like Aaron Rodgers who were thinking two and three plays ahead at a time. Offensive coordinators that are able to think two and three plays ahead of time. They're going to call one play to set something up two and three plays later. They're going to call stuff in the first half to set stuff up for the second half. Things that will bust open. The Tennessee Titans have an offensive identity. We all know that. They're going to run the ball. They're committed to the run. And they're going to play action off of that with Tannehill. And that's what makes Tannehill an effective quarterback for that offense, right? Not sure how much longer he's going to have the job, but still, that's neither here nor there. That's but That's been their MO. That's where they've been successful. You know what the Chiefs' offensive identity is, of course, it's Andy Reid. But again, I'm not going to try and compare Matt Canada to Andy Reid. Andy Reid's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But you know what the Chiefs are doing? They're going to push it. They're going to push the ball down the field. Okay. Hell, the only time the Steelers were effective with Matt Canada is when Seven took command of the game last year and called his own shit at the line of scrimmage and went no huddle. That's the only time that they were ever able to move the ball with any kind of effectiveness is when Seven took over. And Seven went no huddle, spread everybody out and went tempo and was slinging it. That's the only identity they've ever had is when Roethlisberger took over the game, took the reins away from the offensive coordinator and said, I'm going to run this right now. Going back to Todd Haley, 2017, when the Steelers were bounced in the first round, embarrassingly by the Jacksonville Jaguars who couldn't score points at all. Yet, They were the ones that put up 45 on the vaunted Steelers defense. But it was Haley who was the scapegoat and let go. Oh, well, the Steelers scored 42 points in that game that they lost to Jacksonville. Somehow that was Haley's fault. He didn't score enough points. I'm looking at this right now. And again, I've got so much respect for Tomlin. But Tomlin, I know you're not one that's going to try and make a move in the middle of the season. But it is clear beyond a reasonable doubt that Matt Canada doesn't know how to run an NFL offense. He might be a good college offensive coordinator, and that's fine. Let him go back to college and do his thing if that's going to work. It's not working in the NFL. He does not know how to create matchup problems. He doesn't know how to get the Steelers into position 
where they're going to take advantage of a defense's weakness. How many times have we seen opponents getting their star players in the slot because they know the way the Steelers run their defense that the linebackers are going to have to pick up that slot receiver based on their coverages? How many times do we see that? We've seen we've the Buffalo was doing it with Diggs, running them in the slot. How many times have you seen this? Hell, the Steelers under Matt Canada don't even throw the ball in the middle of the field, let alone try to get a receiver matched up against a linebacker through motions and misdirections, something that was supposed to be the M.O. of the Matt Canada offense. Yenzers, again, I'm not trying to rain on the parade. It was a phenomenal win today, one that they sorely needed to avoid their worst start since 1988. And trust me, I was there. I was going to Three Rivers and watching that bullshit with Bobby Brister and the six block punts that season with Harry Newsom and the 5-11 and finish of that year. Right. But I'm telling you right now, the Steelers have more talent than what their record shows, despite their injuries on defense. They've got more talent than what they're showing. And somebody has to be blamed for that. Tom is a defensive minded coach. I get that. He's probably not going to step on any toes with regards to the offense. But damn it, Tomlin, as a defensive-minded coach, you have to know what gives your defense problems. And that makes you a good offensive mind. That makes you a coach that knows what your team needs to do to be successful offensively. You can't tell me he doesn't know that. And Tomlin, right now, especially after this win, okay, especially after the performance that Mitch Trubisky put in today, You have to take command of this team, and you have to start weaning Matt Canada out. And if that means getting someone else in there to call plays, so be it. But in my opinion, it's not necessarily the play calling, even though it's apparent that Matt Canada doesn't know how to call a game. Again, evidenced by the statistics today. They had the lead pretty much throughout the game. They had the lead throughout the entire game, for that matter. What am I talking about? Yet did nothing in the way of an offensive plan to try and protect that lead. They leaned on their defense too much today, and their defense bailed them out. 270 total yards of offense, that's it. And a large portion of that was the first drive of the game when they scored. They don't have a commitment to running the ball. They talked, well, Tomlin talked about giving Jalen Warren Uh, more action uh, because he had earned it. And they were disappointed in the way Najee was running. Warren had two carries today for two yards. Najee finished 14 carries, 42 yards. Again, not sure what's going on here, but they got to figure this out. Canada's got to go. It was a great win for Steeler Nation today. It was a great win for the team. They need to find an identity. They don't have one. For the love of God... Get an offensive coordinator in there who knows how to create matchup problems and to put his players in a position to be successful. And for that matter, before I leave on this speed chess, I want to point out one more thing, and that is Najee Harris's ability as a, as a receiver out of the backfield. All I read about him whenever he was drafted was exceptional route runner. Not just a running back who flares out 
and catches check down passes. This was a Le'Veon Bell type of player. Actually, some scouts said a better route runner than Le'Veon Bell as a running back. The kind of guy that you can create matchup problems with down the field in the passing game. That's never happened with him and the Steelers. Never. He caught 70-some passes as a rookie last year. A large portion of them were just checkdowns. Yet we've seen film of him in training camp going up, one-handing balls when he's running nine routes down the sideline or wheel routes. We don't see it in the game, though. We don't see it in the game. I, I, we saw once with Trubisky trying to push it to him down the field. In the game, I believe it was against the Patriots, where Trubisky woefully underthrew him. Najee tried to come back through the defender. There was no flag, and it was incomplete. That's been about the only time I've seen it during a game. Todd Haley did that with Le'Veon Bell. Todd Haley realized that Le'Veon Bell was a weapon. Let's put him in space. Let's, let's put him in motion, and let's split him out, and let's go to an empty set, and let's have Lev Bell lined up one-on-one in an absolute mismatch where he could catch a pass and create separation and get a first down and move with the sticks. Don't see that with the Steelers. Don't see that with the Matt Canada offense. Yenzers, we're all in this together. And I'm telling you right now, I love Tomlin, but something has to be done. And if that means Art Rooney stepping in and saying, you need to make a change after this season, so be it. Somebody has to do something. Canada's got to go. Two and four is nice, but I'm telling you right now, this Steeler team should be a one-loss team right now, and it's a shame. It's a shame that they're looked at by the league as as uh, on New York Jets level pre this season because I know the Jets are having a good year so far. But they've been a joke for the better part of the de- last decade. Steelers shouldn't be down that low. Get something done. Steeler Nation, we need to band together. Make your voices heard. Boo the shit out of Matt Canada if you're at Akershire Stadium. Let your voices be heard. Canada's got to go. Great win. We may have won the battle, but we're still going to lose the war as long as Canada is employed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thanks for listening to the Speed Chess. Slags out.